Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello, how are you? And welcome to a special bonus edition of the Glovers Cast. My name is Ben Barrett and I am joined by Ian Perkins. But our star of the show today is our guest. It is someone that Yeovil fans have been seeing a, a fair bit of this season, but unfortunately no more. Initially signed on loan from Millwall as part of the cover to the injured Mark Little. He's become what has turned out to be a very, very big highlight in a very impressive defensive line. Plenty of plaudits and a fair few Man of the Match nominations in there as well. 24 appearances this season. Welcome to the podcast, Dan Moss. How are you, sir? Hi guys, um, good, thank you. It's uh, good to be on it, on here, and uh, thanks for the invite. Not, not a problem at all, mate. I really appreciate you taking your time out of a of a busy week. I know it's been a busy couple of uh, weeks for you, getting everything sorted at, at Millwall, and then obviously moving on to Leighton Orient. We'll get on to that in a moment or two, but we just want to have a bit of a chat about the season that's that's gone on so far, and I'll wind it right back to pre-season if I can. When did you first become aware of Millwall's? intentions to send you out on loan and was it always going to be Yeovil or were there other options? So it was from uh, the end of last season really when I got offered my new deal at Millwall I found out like it, would, it wouldn't be to, to play in the 23s it would be to go and get some senior football somewhere so all through the off season we're looking at loan looking for the right loan but like nothing really popped up and then it was only the the Wednesday before the start of the season for Yeovil that I found out that it was going to happen. That's when I was back home in Manchester. So I got a phone call from my agent and then, uh, yeah, I just said said yes straight away from the first phone call and uh, back to Mill on the, on the Wednesday night and got it all sorted on the Thursday and then in training with Yeovil on the Friday. Were, were you aware of Yeovil's record of sort of developing younger players? We've, we've done quite well recently, players like Romeo Hutton and Connor Roberts and plenty through our history. Yeah, yeah, I had an idea. And then also, uh, even when I got it, really hit home when I got there, when uh, just 
all the home games, looking at the the match day programs and uh, seeing all the players that have been here in the past. That's when that's when it really hit home. When you were when you were sort of organising the loan deal, did you just have the idea of just playing as many minutes as you can? Was it all just about uh, game time? I think I think it's twenty four appearances, eighteen league games from the start. Was that kind of the aim when you were starting to get into your loan spell? No, no, not not at all. Really, for me, it was more more what can I do to help the team, especially when I signed here and just just getting to know all the boys, the manager, and tell it was it was more how can we push on. As a, as a team, I never really looked at it as a just a loan for myself. It, it was never really looked at that way. As it was your first loan, what was the what was the experience like? Did you stay in digs with other players? Like, what was the um, you know, what was your feeling? You know, going away to a, a new club for the first time. Yeah, it was uh, totally different. To be fair, I moved into a, uh, a player's house. There was me, Gorms, uh, Alex Bradley, and Tom Knowles in the house. And it's the first time I've been away from like a, a dig, so like a host family, where in a, like a host family, they'll do your cooking, do your washing, do everything like that. So I had to uh, learn quite quickly some some dishes and how to use the washing machine and tumble dryer and then all the washing up along with that. So yeah, it was, it was a ma- massive life learning experience, to be fair. Like, it was crazy. Growing up on and off the pitch, I like it. I, if it's all right with you, I wanted to kind of, pick out a couple of, uh, of specific games that I think uh, have, have yeah. stood out so far this season. And we've got to start really with the FA Cup, the, the, the Weymouth game in particular. That first leg, we thought, coming off the back of a bit of an iffy spell, we thought we'd done enough to go through and then they go and grab a late, 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 late equaliser. What was the feeling in the dressing room after that first tie? Yeah, that, that one in particular, it really, uh, um, especially when we were, we had like a minute to go, didn't we? And then, and then they've come up and scored that yeah, a lot. And then we did have a, after the game, we, we were in the changing room for a while. We we're just trying to put things, we we're, we're all voicing our opinion and we, we got, we lay it all out there. And then we just thought, let's, let's not dwell on it after when we get out of this change room and let's go put it right. So, and we did that in the end. Well, you did. That That was going to be my next question. And fast forward then to the second tie, the replay. Um, have you ever had any experience in any under 23s of a game quite that crazy with fans I mean a thousand or so Yeovil fans were there try and just describe that night for us because that was that was that was bonkers yeah it was I think it it all started with it was chucking it down and it was windy as on it so we uh we got there but that it didn't really affect us the weather but yeah that I've never had anything with with the fans like that it was what what a night it turned out to be, but I've only had ever had uh, one like one game go to extra time and penalties like during since I've been playing really in like the FA Youth Cup, but it's nothing like that with fans. So, but yeah, that that was some some game. It, it took it out of you, but we we got there in the end. And uh, how how far away were we from your penalty? What number were you? Were you given a a number? Uh, I I. I so, no, we we, we kind of just did the, the the first five, and then we said, right, we'll just all, we'll just organise this on the uh, as we go here. So, how so, how quickly was your hand going to go up? Then were you going to wait for ten uh, eleven? I was no, I would um, I probably would have been about eight or nine, but but the boys the boys are there. They they, they can usually put them away, so I wasn't going to stop anyone from who wanted to volunteer. <laughs> Grant Smith saved us anyway. It's fine. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, right? We exactly. got through. Yeah. 
in hindsight, you may have been better. You may have done better than some of the other penalties we had. Oh, there's some penalty shootout on it. We have a bit of we 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 have a laugh with Tom Knowles because he was in our house. So anything we see online from his penalty, we we give him a, we we show it him. So he don't, I don't know if he I don't know if he likes seeing it, but but we we show him anyway. <laughs> it was just lucky we won, wasn't it? Really, after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We just oh, it was it. It was just, it, from my, from like, from what I saw, it just felt like nothing was going our way. Like we, we were put, well, we, we were putting it over the line. We weren't getting given it. We had chances to put it away. We weren't putting it away. But it was just, it was sunlight, and then it was just, it felt, felt really good as you could see with us all with the fans at the end of the game when we did actually win it in the end. So. What was yeah, that feeling? Fun. What was that feeling like? Do you, again, you don't quite get that with under twenty three football, do you? But what were those moments like? Because there were a few during the season um, where we you had those post match moments. What what were they like to sort of see up close and personal? All right, unreal. Like that that feeling, it, it makes you it makes you want it more. And uh, so when when we experienced that, well, when I experienced that at um, Weymouth, I just wanted more of it, and then then. Oh, thankfully, we got a few more of them. So yeah, it was an unreal feeling, and uh, uh, it was it was class. Another game that was, you know, probably one of the best performances. I certainly think Ben would probably say he was there for the Wrexham game. One of your best performances, um, both for you and the team. What was it like having eight thousand angry Welsh people on your back for the entire ninety? Oh, yeah, it was. It was after. It was after the uh, the lad got sent off for the for the uh, for the elbow on me, but. I just thought oh, I'll get through the get through this off. I'm, I'm I'm a bit of a bit of a villain here at the minute, but I'll get through this off, and then um, hopefully it calms down a bit. Second half, and then it was only when I got to the other side of the pitch they were still after me. So I was thinking, <laughs> oh god! But but yeah, it was it was a good good like that was a really good learning experience for me. I, I had a chat with the gaffer at half time, and he he just said, keep your cool, keep playing, and then and then that's what I did in the end. On when you were when you were on the pitch, did you look beside you? Who were you talking to? Obviously, Wilco wasn't on the pitch. Was it Staunton Gorman? Who who was helping you through? Because it was at times, honestly, it was quite nasty. I was I was actually in the the home bit. I was part of the media team, so I was hearing it all around me. At times, it was quite nasty. Um, sort of the atmosphere. Did you have to kind of have lots of conversations on the pitch? There wasn't much much conversations on the pitch. It was just I had a, I think it was Staunton come over to me. Um, and I had a chat with Gorms, and it was just keep keep you cool, just just keep playing. It's you'll, you'll be all right. Just keep playing your game. So they they were the only chats I really had on the pitch. And obviously it was it wasn't long till we got in the dressing room at half time, and then it was just time to like just calm down a bit, and then go out and play and, and we're off for football. And then we, obviously we went on and won the game. Does that come down as one of those sort of really incredible moments where? You know, no one, no one, no one gave us a chance. It's away at Wrexham, all the money they've spent. Does that sort of epitomise what Yeovil and this team that you've got can how, can do? Yeah, definitely. That that game really sums it up. I think we had how many subs? Did we have two or three subs that game? Two outfield players. And it just that the team the team togetherness at, at Yeovil is it's it's crazy and. Um, that game really summed it up how, what, what we can do as a team and, and how we can play. And it, it felt good after that game. Yeah, I can imagine. And, and another game where it probably felt good after was Stevenage in the, the FA Cup. 
what was it like playing, you know, on telly in front of in front of a big audience, a big crowd as well? And, you know, you, you had a man of the match performance, a match saving tackle sort of <laughs> talk to us about that night against Stevenage, another real highlight. Yeah, I've, I've got to put that there with one of one of my best moments at Yeovil for, for myself, just because just because of the result, what we were what we were doing as a team, getting through to the next round. It, it's hard to put that night into words. To be fair, like it all it all come about so fast, and then to get the win, and it was what was it nil nil half time, and then we we come out second half, we get the goal, and then we think oh we got we got a chance. Well, even before the game, we thought we've got a chance here to get through. So it was it was a good performance from the boys, and um, especially when we got that first goal, we really started believing, and we just we knew what we can do defensively. So we 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 backed ourselves, and and it and it and it, it works out well. What do you put it down to the defensive side? I think one of the things in recent seasons we've you know as Yeovil supporters we've all seen us concede a lot of goals, but this season it's a real marked change for for us to be quite comfortable in, you know, in at one nil and be confident that we're going to see a game out. What, what do you sort of think contributed to that? I think, yeah. I think the, the main thing was everyone in, everyone in the back line, even the midfield trusted each other individually. So we, we always, we always put that trust in each other to, 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 to win that one B one and, and, that's just a very good um, unit, to be fair. Just trusting each other, and and I think it showed. How many times we know strikers like to watch their goals? I imagine Charlie Wakefield's watched his goal against Stevenage a few times. How many times have you watched that goal line clearance of yours, scrambling and off the line? Be honest. Uh, a few. Um, <laughs> I, I come. I come into the. Uh, I got on my phone after the game, and I had all my mates sending it me. So. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't put it down to just me watching it. It was been from uh, from all my mates sending it and uh, all family and friends. So yeah, I've watched it a few times. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few really good away games, really good moments where you've managed to share those post-match celebrations with a few hundred, 103 at Wrexham, not many more at, at Dagenham and places like that. What was it like to see Hewish Park properly bouncing? Because Ian and I recognised that so many times and unfortunately it's so few and far between but when it arrives it feels a bit special yeah obviously it was the first time i've, I've seen Jewish park like that since i've been here and to see to see eight thousand around eight thousand in there you you could really really feel the difference and it was oh that that was well, just that in general never mind the match to see to see it that full was was up there with a one of the best moments uh with my time there as well awesome yeah it was a special it was a special night i think we haven't as supporters we haven't seen that for for quite some time uh, at that point did you know your spell was coming to an end i know darren Sell sort of was hoping for two out of three and you were obviously the one of the three who's moved on but did did you yeah did you know you were going to be maybe stepping up a level i had a i had an idea just from conversations with millwall but it was nothing nothing in concrete to be fair so it was just it was still fifth i didn't have a i didn't really know myself 100 percent. so it was just i just i never really thought of it i was just i was a yearable player until i was a year, until it ended so so I, I i didn't really i didn't really know to be fair if if the opportunity had arisen to stay, I know there were circumstances with wages and, and level that you're playing at and all the rest of it. If Millwall had come to you and said, 
stay at Yeovil to the rest of the season, would you have liked to have done so? Oh, I can't, I can't say, I can't say a bad word about Yeovil. To be fair, like I, I love every single minute of it there, and what it's taught me as a player is, is I can't even put it into words. The my first senior loan, where I've learned so much, I so much, and uh, if if the if I did get told that I was staying at Yeovil, I would be. It would have been good, good, good for me if I didn't know there was anything else out there, and I would 100% stay at Yeovil. Well, yeah, I don't think there was anything to do with wages or anything. That was that was that was nothing to do with wages. It was just this opportunity came to play at Leighton Orient, and Millwall thought it was the best. And I just I, I agreed with that, so. It was the next step. You were you were so highly rated by just about everyone who had anything to do with Yeovil Town. It sounds to me like Yeovil's going to hold a special place for you now all the way throughout your career. You'll be looking out for results and bits and pieces going forward, won't you? Oh, definitely. I think I'm a, a Yeovil fan for life now. But <laughs> even 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 on Saturday, um, obviously the the game got called off for late in Orient, so I was I was sat in my room. Uh, I had the I had the uh, Yeovil the oval game on the radio so and, uh, I was hoping hoping for a good result but yeah I'll, I'll definitely be watching Yeovil's results for the future definitely and I think that probably goes both ways Yeovil Town fans I think will certainly be keeping an eye on you as you progress up the leagues and I think one of the main things all supporters would like to say is thank you for your you know your time with us and your performances I think we've sort of watched you you know from the first game when you joined you know we've gone from watching you just be Mr. Reliable at fullback and, you know, there's often a bit of, you know, nervousness about young players coming into the team, but you played like you've, you know, been there forever and, yeah, looking forward to watching you progress. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've, uh, I've I, as I said, I, I've loved every minute at Yeovil and uh, it's been an amazing experience for me and definitely, I'll, I'll definitely be watching all the Yeovil games in the future. Just thinking a little bit further forward, if if a young lad at Millwall or Orient came to you and said, Dan, I've been given an opportunity to go to Yeovil, I've been given an opportunity to go and play football elsewhere, what, what kind of advice would you give someone who's who was in your position six months ago? Oh, go for it. Jump at, jump at the opportunity because especially with the gaffer at Yeovil at the minute, he's, he's top drawer and just listen to all the advice you're being given from, from the coach staff and the players themselves because every single player in in the oval team at the minute helped me in all different ways and just listening to their advice it made me made me a better player on person got to ask it's been a it's been a bit of a crazy week for Yeovil. um terry skivett obviously announced that he was going to depart as well after 23 years you've worked first hand with him for the last um six months or so what is it like having a, a bona fide club legend around working with every day does he really get across what it means to play for Yeovil? yeah i've, I've had many chats with with uh tell um all about Yeovil, uh the players he's worked with here and 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 as a coach tell he's He's helped me a lot. Uh, obviously, with him being the defender as well, he'd give me all sorts of advice in game situations and, and in training. I work with him a lot. So, so yeah, I tell us a uh, top-class coach and, and person. Um, forget about like the football side of things. Um, just just general in general, like just t- chats about 
about life and and what Yeovil was about. It's been yeah, he was good. So obviously now you've moved on. You're at Leighton Orient. What what are your hopes for the rest of the season? What do you want to do? You know, what do you want to do at your new club now? Just just the just the same as what I did at Yeovil. Hopefully, just try and try and get get in the team and, and help them in whatever way I can and put my body on the line for them and uh, hopefully some some good performances come along with that and push on push them on push on for the uh, promotion places. When it comes then to your time at Yeovil, you've we've mentioned a few highlights. Is there any sort of stories or one moment that you kind of sit back and think about in your hotel room waiting for the next training session and think that's been the highlight of my season so far? Yeah, there are pl- plenty. Just uh, I can't stop thinking about just the the FA Cup run. To be fair, just even even the Weymouth games, having to play two two legs against them, then going to Yate Town, do, doing a, a professional job there, and uh, and then obviously Stevenage, and then getting to play Bournemouth. And thought we give a good show of ourselves, and we were, we were disappointed in the end after Bournemouth. We thought maybe maybe we could have nicked some but. But that run in the FA Cup was was somewhat special, and um, and then outside of football, just just meeting meeting like there are top class set of lads at Yeovil, like good, good friends for life, and and the team togetherness at Yeovil was something I've never experienced before. To be fair, with you know with twenty threes football, it's a bit different. But getting into that environment, there's not one player in there that you don't get along with. You're such a, a close knit group, and yeah, unreal. I think I think we'll just kind of finish off by giving you an opportunity really to say a few words to the fans. You've been such a popular player throughout your half season time and time again here on the Glovers cast. We've sung your praises left, right and centre. And that's only because that's what other people who are watching each and every week say to us that you've been a, a real highlight in a, in a very good defensively minded season. What would you like to say to, say to Yeovil fans who, who welcomed you for the first half of the season? No, yeah, I've, I've felt I've felt the support since since day one, really, and even after. Obviously, we have games where it hasn't gone away, but the fans have still backed us, and, and you can you can feel it as a player. And yeah, the support I've had, it's been it's been top drawer, and I've I've loved every minute of it here. And uh, I wish over all the best for the rest of this season. I'll be, I'll be watching closely, and uh, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll we can Oval can push on back to the football league. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for your time, Dan. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure the Oval Town fans will be very happy to hear your exit interview from Hewish Park. It's been a pleasure talking to you. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, guys. Thanks ever so much, mate. Really appreciate it. No worries. No worries. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away.